Dragnet. Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It's Tuesday, October 24th, and uh, it's a beautiful day outside here in Jacksonville, Florida. I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. Uh, Very glad to have my battle buddy, Pastor Will, in here today. Pastor Will is a bivocational pastor in the city of Jacksonville. He's been a SWAT brother almost since the start, man. You came in pretty early on out there at Woody's out of yep. the beach. So, yes, sir. Uh, you've been there for quite a while, uh, Pastor Will. You might hear me call him Ronnie. That's the way I first met him. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> I know him as Pastor Will, Pastor uh, Ronnie, Ronnie, and uh, he'll he'll pretty much respond to anything if you'll let him talk about Jesus. Absolutely. <laughs> so glad to have you in the studio today. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, before we went on air, I was just talking with uh, Pastor Will about things going on in our world, and it just gets crazier and crazier. They're having this big UN. If you're just tuning in real quick before we get us started, uh, to let you know what what we're doing is um, SWAT Radio. The SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth, and it spawned out of the SWAT Bible studies, which are basically men's um, accountability groups and and Bible studies in the Jacksonville area, where we come together around the Word with a desire to uh, let the Word be our authority. We want to be men who uh, pursue Jesus and have him as our commander and men who are uh, engaging witnesses for impact around our our community and our world who are making disciples and who are really a community of battle buddies around the word of God. And uh, we started SWAT groups about 10 years ago, and then the SWAT radio started about seven years ago. And uh, we usually take the first segment and talk about things going in our wor- on in our world and kind of talk to about them from a Christian worldview perspective. And right now, uh, it seems, uh, Pastor Will, there is a lot of talk about the end of the world, about Jesus coming back because of all the focus on the Middle East. And people are doing some pretty crazy things out there. I think I was sharing with you about the guy tried to shut down the engines on the Alaska air flight. Um, you know, people are just kind of, when, when you start talking into world stuff, people get really crazy, don't they? That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so uh, I don't know if you've been able to catch up with any of the news or anything, but they had this big meeting at the United Nations, which I, I think we ought to pull out of that. It's just been really, that they, they, they've really gone downhill and, now you got the uh, secretary general, who's the leader uh, of it. Uh, they had a meeting of the Security Council, and he he was commenting on the uh, October seventh terror attacks on the people of Israel, mm-hmm. and he said these acts by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. And the Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation, Mm. almost seeming to justify what they did. Mm -hmm. And 
this is very disturbing coming from him. That's going to get a lot of news coverage. There's a lot of Palestinian protests going on. And, and a lot of young Americans are in these protests just because they want to protest for peace. Right. Saying things like, well, uh, I know it was extreme, but, you know, they had to resort to that. Well, they don't even know what they did. Right. Because no, no sane human being would say anything they did on October 7th was okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing they did. Mm-hmm. They, they beheaded babies. They killed and kidnapped elderly, all civilian people. And uh, it, it was just awful. It was tragic what they did. And, um, and now it seems as if the world is kind of turning already. And it hadn't even been, you know, it's been three weeks. Right. And, and the world, and this was predicted. People mm-hmm. said, you know, they're going to turn. But fortunately, our leaders of this country are staying uh, supportive of what they're doing. But it, it uh, it's really concerning. We've got two battle groups over there in the mm-hmm. in the area. We have a, uh, a major Air Force group over there. Mm-hmm. People are really, you can see why people are thinking into the world, can't oh, yeah. you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, they think of end times. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I don't know if you heard about there was a guy who was the son of the Hamas founder, and uh, he he was testifying. I heard him testifying today um, before, uh, I don't know if, it, I think it was United Nations, and he said, I was born at the heart of Hamas leadership. His dad founded it, right? Mm. And he said, I know it very well. They don't care for the Palestinian people. They do not regard any human life. This is what the son of the founder of that terrorist group said. He said, it's not a national movement. It's a religious movement with a goal of a caliphate to Mm. establish an Islamic state. Hamas does not serve the Palestinian people. It serves Iran. And and they use the Palestinian people as a human shield. And so you look around, and all these people in America are pro-Palestinian, mm-hmm. um, but they don't even know about this stuff. Listen, no civilians should be hurt over there. That's right. You know, but it's just really sad that some of the stuff that it's happening in our world and unfolding. And my encouragement to you, if you're listening out there, is if if you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You might want to be reconsidering where your priorities lie. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, you sir. Know, you know, and Ronnie, you are. Uh, you know, you were um, involved, and we've shared it on the program. We've had you and the the guy who have have uh, you you saw a dramatic change in somebody mm-hmm. who his whole life mm-hmm. had nothing but hate for somebody because of their mm-hmm. skin color or their ethnic background. Yes. And um, you saw God do an incredible work in that young man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I knew his background. Well, when I first met him, Doug, uh, I did not know how he was into that. You know, I'm out just greeting everyone that's around me. And uh, about three weeks later, they come running. The younger guys in this community, they were saying, Will, it was calling me Will. Hey, Will, he's a recruiter for the KKK. And I was like, oh, well, two, still two years later, I'm still speaking to him. And, and then the opportunity set up itself where 
uh, he wanted to ask a question, and he ended up surrendering, giving his life to Christ, and there was there was real tears mm. from a man falling down his face. And I saw him. You oh, yes, a, You brought him up here on the radio, uh-huh. and he he um, he he had a, a change of heart, direction, and mm-hmm. it was clear. Mm-hmm. But his whole life mm-hmm. up until that point was mm-hmm. about hatred, wasn't it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so if God can do that in him, mm-hmm. he can do it in anybody. Absolutely. Just like he did the Apostle Paul. Ooh, yes, right? sir. Oh, yes, sir. On the road to Damascus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people are not. They're, they're unsure. In fact, I, w- I was teaching on the West Side this morning, and I had a guy ask me about the Jewish people, the state of Israel, and mm-hmm. their claim on the land over mm-hmm. there. Like, you know, is it rightful? Well, if you go back into the Bible, which is, you know, it, it goes back way before Muhammad. Yes. And, uh, you know, they they accuse the, the people over there, Palestinians and other people, accuse is, Israel of being colonizer, mm-hmm. claiming they stole their land mm-hmm. uh, and that they're the rightful owners. But the Palestinians come from Arab Muslims. That's mm-hmm. their descent, right, mm-hmm. who invaded that area back in the 7th century. Mm-hmm. And they displaced a lot of the Jews and Christians who had been there for many mm-hmm. hundreds of years before that. And but later they were displaced by the Crusaders, mm-hmm. right? That's right? There was wars going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Who who displaced the Egyptian Muslims? Who were then displaced by the Turks from for the Ottoman Turks? And then the Jews under Joshua uh, conquered the land from the Canaanites, whose descendants now reside in mm-hmm. Lebanon. Mm-hmm. So, if the colonizers, if they are colonizers, and they're supposed to return the land to its original owners, who should they give it to? Mm. Um, well, you know, God gave Israel that land. He said, That's "This right. is your promised land." Right. He made promises to them back in mm-hmm. Genesis. That's right, and uh, told them. That's right. And uh, unfortunately, you know, Ronnie, we we've talked a lot about critical theory here mm-hmm. and how people have weaponized that. Mm-hmm. Uh, really it's a marxist ideology um and they've they've used that now to view israel as the majority oppressors you know mm-hmm. if you ibrahim x kendi's book on that um about anti-racism is really about two classes it's about a majority oppressor and a minority oppressed so what has been going on here mm-hmm is now going on over there with Israel and the Palestinians is what they're trying to do. Uh, but get this, the Jews in Israel mm-hmm. make up less than half the population of Israel, Gaza, and the West Bank. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And in fact, the the if you counted all the Jews in the whole world, mm-hmm. they're less than 0.2% of the whole global population. Wow. Wow. So who's the minority? They, I mean, uh, yeah. And um, but what's interesting to me, Ronnie, is all the people in the United States that are supporting Hamas um, also support LGBTQ agenda. 
And those two things don't go together. Mm. Hamas would kill those people. Oh, yeah. Because they don't believe in that. Right, right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And, I mean, we don't believe in that. We don't Mm -hmm. believe it's biblical, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to kill somebody. But they will kill it. Mm -hmm. So you got these people that are Mm pro-Hamas, but also pro-LGBTQ. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's like like saying, I'm for the KKK and the Black Panthers. That's right. That's right. They don't go together. No, not at all. You can't support them both, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They just really, what they're about is uh they're about disorder disruption Mm -hmm. which is really fulfilling what uh christ said was would happen toward the end times right that's right right. you'll hear wars and rumors that's right that's right and they train them up in that i mean how do you have a mindset to want to just give sacrifice your life Mm -hmm. it's it's like an honor if they sacrifice their life to do that no i don't get it well, they they promise them seventy two virgins if they if they die for the men, they tell them you're going to meet seventy two virgins in 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 the afterlife, and ooh, so ooh, ooh, <laughs> they try to woo, woo them into doing that. But what's you know, yeah, uh, the the bottom line to all of it is who's the father of lies, Satan, and he is lying to them. He's lying to these young people mm-hmm. who are buying into it, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, what we need to do, like uh, Paul says in Ephesians 4, is speak the truth and love to people. And love. Be loving That's right. and speak the truth to him, just like you did to that That's young right. man. And That's right. God used you to change his life. That's right. Um, That's right. But, but what we can't do is because people don't like the truth mm-hmm. is not tell them the truth. Mm-hmm. That's not loving, is it? No, no. He said through love and kindness. And love and kindness, uh, it has to be displayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't be displayed with no big old protest sign. Yeah. You know, it has to be displayed in action. Well, remember what Abraham Lincoln said. Mm-hmm. He goes, when I make my enemies my friends, I destroy them. That's mm. my enemies. Wow. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Jesus said, love your enemies. That's right. Like we need to pray for pray them. Pray for them. It, that was a radical change, wasn't mm. it, in the way they yes, had sir. viewed their enemies in the past. So, hey, when we come back, we're going to jump back into this whole idea of repentance. I hope you'll stay tuned. I'm glad to have Pastor Will yes, uh, with us today. And we will be back after the break with more of SWAT Radio. I hope you'll stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Orange Park at 91.7. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. 
Bunch of nobodies, right, yeah, Pastor Will? Yes, sir. I'm just a nobody. I'm yeah. just a nobody. Just a bunch of nobodies yes. trying to tell everybody uh, about the somebody that really matters, right? Yes, sir. There's, you know, the one that really counts is the the Most High, it's, the Most absolutely. High, the Son Jesus. And if you're just tuning in today, um, we are, are joined in the studio by Pastor Will. Pastor Will and I have known each other. Gosh long time right yes sir you, you, we don't hit the long time you, mark. you you you've been you've been to a lot of places with me in the world yes sir <laughs> india the, the philippines, philippines israel israel yes sir and going back to israel well, yeah going oh, back good the lord willing next the lord year willing. Right? yes sir we yes, hope sir. we hope we're going to be able to get back over there um you know we pray for the peace of jerusalem like psalm 122 mm-hmm. 6 says mm-hmm. it is um it's uh it's a tough thing over there right now. They need our prayers. And uh, I, I pray that the church would rise up over there mm-hmm. and be a light uh, to, to the Palestinians, mm-hmm. to Hamas, mm-hmm. to uh, the people around them. Uh, I don't think that's an unrealistic thing. I remember uh, one of my mentors uh, when he was talking to me about Vietnam and how um, he would pray for his enemies. And, you know, they were, it was tough That's over right. in Vietnam, too. Mm. A lot of booby traps and a um, lot of stuff that, that could make you hate your enemy mm-hmm. to see your friends wiped out in front of you. And so, uh, you know, we just pray for the peace of Israel, and I, I pray you will join us in doing that. Well, uh, we are in the book of Mark, the Gospel of Mark, and looking at the Kingdom Gospel Part 2 this week. We're on the subject of repentance. You know, um, uh, well, we uh, we ask the question, what is repentance? Mm. If you ask 30 people, you might get 30 answers. Uh, you, will. you know, people would give elements of it. Some people think it's just uh, being um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think it's just... Uh, uh, it's, saying, uh, it's, it's saying, I'm going to change mm-hmm. my way. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people think it's actually you doing the change, you Mm -hmm. making changes in your life, almost like a, not a self-help, but you just have this determination to, um, to go and be something different. But a lot of people take those elements and they might know parts of it, but there's a lot of misunderstanding about what repentance is in our culture. In fact, there's whole movements that teach you don't even have to repent Mm. to come to christ there is no repentance required that's a work it's a legalistic work when you tell people they have to repent and uh and that has really been damaging to the body of christ we know that what we've seen is uh that there's a forgiveness only gospel that's promulgated out there in a lot of places and what that's done is it's led to people who are consumers who only pray the prayer very mm-hmm. superficially, and there's no life change. Mm-hmm. There's no um, heart change. That's right. That's and right. the heart change comes from Jesus. That's right. The Holy Spirit comes in and changes you. Mm-hmm. Without that, there is no repentance. 
And without repentance, there's no salvation. That's right. Uh, and so we've been looking at this idea in Mark chapter 1 mm-hmm. where Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, mm-hmm. and he says, repent and believe. And so we, we talked about it yesterday, Brad and I, that repentance was preached by John the Baptist mm-hmm. in all in the Gospels mm-hmm. in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Mm-hmm. Jesus preached repentance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the apostles preached it. Mark 6, it says, he sent them out to preach repentance. Paul preached it in Acts 17, 30. He's, uh, in Acts 17, he says, listen, the, God has fixed a day upon which he's going to mm-hmm. judge, mm-hmm. and he's commanded men everywhere mm-hmm. to what? To repent. repent. Mm-hmm. And so all of them preach repentance. And we looked yesterday at Isaiah 55, verse 6 and 7, really 5, 6, and 7, where the prophet Isaiah, and these are messianic psalms, was talking about repentance. He didn't use the word, but what he was talking about is he said, we turn from our wicked ways mm-hmm. and we turn from our wicked thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's not just this idea of saying, well, I believe in the facts about Jesus. I don't just change my mind about Jesus being who he is. Mm-hmm. There, That change in mind brings about a turning from my sin. Mm -hmm. I turn from my sin, Mm -hmm. not in order to gain his forgiveness, but he does the work in me to, he doesn't just save us in the sense, and I've heard people say this before. Well, what repentance means is it's a change of mind about who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And that's way, way short of what it really is. That's just... That mm-hmm. it, it is a change of mind, mm-hmm. but it's a change of mind that mm-hmm. that is uh, also accompanied by a change in direction in a life. That's right, a lifestyle. It, it is very much a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about how John the Baptist addressed the people who came out there to him. He says, you brood of vipers. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I know you're a pastor. Uh, you're a pastor at All Saints Holiness Church here in Jacksonville. But one of the comments yesterday uh, we talked about was this sobering reality that John the Baptist preached about. So many pastors and preachers today uh, treat it with this frivolity, this this real. Uh, it, it's like it's, it's almost it's not like it's a joke, but they're more of a comedian than they are a communicator of mm. sobering truth. Mm. And I know you you don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. I know when you get in that pulpit mm-hmm. and you open up God's word, that's mm-hmm. a serious thing, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's it's a serious thing too, and very important to to teach and that they get understanding. Because right now, these young people they want truth, and they want want to be authentic. And they they want to see it, and you got to show it to them in the scripture. Yeah, they want they they want they're they're not afraid of hard truth. Oh no, oh no, oh no! They want the truth, and uh, and we have to be bold enough to to share and to take the time uh, to spend with them uh, and share the truth. Well, I said this yesterday. A lot of people say, well, I don't like John the Baptist approach. He's too judgmental. Mm-hmm. He's crazy, man. People have said this. They mm-hmm. said, I don't even believe John the Baptist. He was crazy, got locked mm-hmm. up, and then he got killed. He, You know, Jesus is more loving. Mm-hmm. Jesus is more gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And and so what we did was we contrasted John the Baptist here in Luke 3 and Jesus in John 8. And we said, we read from the scriptures in John 8 where Jesus said, you are of your father Satan, who is a murderer, a liar, and a thief. You do what he did. That doesn't sound loving on the surface, does it? It's not loving at all. But it is the truth. It's the truth. And here's the thing, uh, Pastor Will. We all have a poisonous lineage, mm-hmm. just like he referred to them as a brood of vipers. Mm-hmm. We all are sinful people. Mm-hmm. We all have destructive tendencies in our life. We are mm-hmm. able to mask them until we're under stress. Mm-hmm. But just like those people that John addressed, the message of the gospel and even of repentance doesn't make sense until we realize how bad off we are. That's right. That's right. And we don't most people don't like to hear that they deserve judgment do they oh no and they say it's not fair why does god save this person and not this person he shouldn't save anybody Mm -hmm. that's what mercy is that's right that's right that's right that's right (laughs) you know that's right that's right and and so how many messages today i I know you're you're in the pulpit every sunday Mm -hmm. but go back to when you weren't Mm. go back to when you were working mm-hmm. out there just doing your work for mm-hmm. in the food industry mm-hmm. and think about all the times you went to church how many messages do you hear about repentance about god's judgment about fleeing the wrath mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. we don't hear a lot not like i did growing in the 70s when, when you were younger <laughs> yeah. something happened along the way mm-hmm. and we omitted that mm-hmm. out of our messages mm-hmm. we took it out why mm-hmm. you know what we hear today ronnie you'll be driving down the the highway or you'll be looking at tv and they'll have a commercial on there god gets us he's not judgmental mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want he's gonna love you just like you are mm-hmm. and he does but he's not gonna leave you like you are mm-hmm. and to not mm-hmm. tell people that mm-hmm. they are in danger in fact one billboard i saw uh, out on the road says god isn't angry with you mm-hmm. if you're if you're not his child that's right if you've not received christ mm-hmm. Paul says you're at war with God. That's right. That's um, right. You're in danger of his wrath. That's right. That's right. That's right. It uh, Because they don't have the word in them, they don't fear God. They do things that 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 God doesn't like. Uh, I mean, it says, what is that, Proverbs uh, 9, 10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, and, it's, and, and, and unto the uh, holy, it, it's the knowledge. We got to fear if you don't have no fear for God, like David said, David said in Psalms 119, uh, verse 11, uh, he says, uh, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You got to have the love of the word of God in your heart. If you're struggling with some sinful things, you got to have the word of God in your heart. That's the only way that you're going to, you're going to be able to walk this walk. But that, but see, that's not the message people are getting. They're mm-hmm. getting, you know what? Just come to Jesus, uh-huh. profess a belief that he mm-hmm. died on the cross, mm-hmm. and then live the way you want because mm-hmm. you're under grace. Mm-hmm. You live under grace. You, I mean, you don't hear messages that start mm-hmm. off warning people about God's mm-hmm. wrath, calling people to repent, because those messages are considered fundamentalist, mm-hmm. uh, extremist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're legalistic mm-hmm. and 
those kind of messages don't go over well in our consumer culture do they oh, we, no. we we live in the drive up window get it now in fact mm. even their drive up churches out and do you know they they do drive up communion out in california in some places mm. you just you don't even have to go to church just drive up get the communion celebrate it and go on mm. Mm. <laughs> it's no. just like the the world which we live is the give it to me now world i mean it's like the what you know that burger king commercial hey you've seen them i'm sure you've mm -hmm. seen them at the end it says you rule mm -hmm. you rule mm -hmm. you rule have it your way right? have it your way you rule mm -hmm. and that's the message we are brought up with from the time we are young mm -hmm. and then you come into the church and people are just they're, they're joking and they're you know they're talking about the kingdom of god like it's just another choice you have in life not like it's the only choice you have for your eternal destiny mm -hmm. so when we come back we're going to look at that i'm going to read a couple of quotes from some guys back in the 1800s where they had it they understood it mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to look at that when we come back so hey i'm joined in the studio today by pastor will mckinnon the third uh, of all saints holiness we're going to be right back after this news break on the half hour stay tuned to swat radio good news maybe exactly when you need it to right now switching to metashare can save you even more than usual on top of what you'll save each month by becoming a member of metashare so many people are looking for a healthcare solution right now especially given how inflation is affecting us and metashare is the affordable reliable alternative to health insurance the typical family saves about $500 a month. You might save even more. And MediShare is a Christian community that's been sharing each other's healthcare costs for 30 years now, and they're making it easier than ever. Apply by October 31st, and you can save an additional $150 on your first month. I'll give you the number here in a second, but just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Maybe now is the time to make the switch, like more than 400,000 people already have and start saving. Here it is. It's 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. There's major delays because of a crash on the Matthews Bridge eastbound blocking the left lane. Also, there's a multi-vehicle accident on the East Beltway 295 southbound at the north end of the Dames Point Bridge blocking the left lane. And there's a broken down vehicle on the East Beltway 295 northbound at the west end of the Buckman Bridge. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 67. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 81. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing. Bad. Stood on this stage night after night, reminding the broken it'll be all right. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and I'm glad to have my brother, Pastor Will McKinnon. Uh, Will is a pastor here in town, he's a bivocational pastor. And uh, he's a brother I've known for a long time. And we've been to different countries together serving. He's taught over in India. He's uh, shared the gospel over in the Philippines. Yes, and sir. been a 
been a disciple over in Israel. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so yes, sir. It's good to have you in the studio. Uh, hey, I wanted to let you know that Thursday, uh, Thursday, Lord gives me grief because I say Thursday, like, you know, <laughs> but uh, on Thursday this week, we have uh, two special guests. The first half hour, I've got Pastor Art Remington. Man, that's a cool name. I've always liked that name, yeah, Art Remington. Uh, anyway, he's uh, he's the chaplain for Promise Keepers, and uh, he is going to be my guest. I've known Art for a long time, and uh, he has been back and forth to Israel a bunch. And we'll talk about Israel, talk about men's ministry. You know, he was with Promise Keepers a long time ago, so he's he's been around men's ministry for a long time. So I'm looking forward to uh, having him on. And then the second half of the hour is a guy I've been trying to get on for about four years, General William Jerry Boykin. General Boykin is a lieutenant general, was a U- lieutenant general and the undersecretary of defense for intelligence under Bush. He was part of the original Delta Force. Ronnie, mm. the original Delta Force guys, mm. and uh, he's done a lot of high-profile rescue missions, including the 1980 hostage uh, uh, Iran hostage wow. uh, rescue attempt. Um, uh, he was uh, hunting for Pablo Escobar in Colombia. Mm. Um, he uh, the Black Hawk Down thing over in mm-hmm. Mogadishu. He, he's he's done a lot of really high-risk things, but now. He's a pastor, and he's an executive vice president at the Family Research Council. Mm. And so he is going to be my guest on Thursday. Uh, He's got this thing called Stand Courageous, where they're doing Mm -hmm. these conferences, calling young men Mm -hmm. and men to stand up and be courageous for the truth. So I I really am excited about having him on. So that's General Boykin and my friend Art Remington. Art connected me with General Boykin and so uh, I'm really looking forward to having him on. Uh, I mean, we could spend an hour just talking about all of his rescues. He wow. was in Grenada. You remember when they rescued the students out of Grenada yep, down there? I remember. He was that. in all that man. He's been he's been part of a, a lot of high profile mm-hmm. rescue attempts. So I'm curious to get him to weigh in on what's going on in mm-hmm. Israel from his mm-hmm. strategic perspective, but mm-hmm. uh, and then from a spiritual perspective, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, he'll be on Thursday. So again, that's General Boykin and Art Remington on Thursday, our guest day on SWAT radio. Well, you know, before we went to break, we were talking about repentance and how we don't hear a lot about repentance today. There's a lot of omission of that. And you would think that that's something new. You know, Ronnie, we were talking about uh, um, how growing up, we heard about it a lot. Mm-hmm. The problem is, at least in my circles, mm-hmm. I heard a lot about repentance, but there there seemed to be some legalistic cures for that mm-hmm. for that problem mm-hmm. of sin we had. Right. And it, but the repentance preaching was good. We mm-hmm. needed to hear that. Mm-hmm. We need to hear that we need a savior. We mm-hmm. need to hear that we need deliverance mm-hmm. from the wrath of God. And today you don't hear any of that today. It's a gentler, mm-hmm. more pragmatic approach. We just want you to know God loves you. Mm-hmm. We make it all about the consumer mm-hmm. and he has a plan for your life. He wants you to be happy, wealthy, and wise. Well, I want to hear about that plan. That's, that sounds like somebody trying to sell me a multi-level marketing thing right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. like, right. and and so, but this is not new. 
J.C. Ryle, who was the Bishop of Liverpool back in the mid-1800s, so this is 200 years ago, said this. This is back then. There is a morbid dislike of strong language today, an excessive fear of offending anyone, a constant flinching from directness and plain speaking. This is in the 1800s. Um, Harry Ironside was a pastor at Moody Bible Church up in Chicago. You know where we get the Moody Bible Institute okay. and Moody Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back in 1937, he said this. Biblical repentance is being diluted today by those who feel it is too demanding for the gospel proclamation. He actually wrote a book. Uh, called Accept Ye Repent. Mm-hmm. And he said, the doctrine of repentance is the missing note in many orthodox and otherwise very sound theological circles. They just mm-hmm. omit repentance. And he, he talked about preachers of grace mm-hmm. and uh, who, he said, like the antinomian, antinomian means anti-law, like the anti-law people of old decried the necessity of repentance because it might diminish or invalidate our message of grace. And so people would say, well, if you call people to repent, you know what? You're adding works to salvation. That's Mm -hmm. what they would say. Mm -hmm. And it's not. Mm -hmm. It's not. Ironside called this omission of repentance easy believism. Mm -hmm. Let's just get them to pray a prayer. So, So none of this is new, Mm -hmm. Pastor Will, none of it. It all goes back to, uh, over time, there are people that want to diminish the call to repentance because they're afraid of offending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet you see John the Baptist calling people brood of vipers, sons of snakes. Mm -hmm. And you know who the snake is. They're calling them sons of Satan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And and look how it... uh, made uh, uh, the king's wife get upset to have his head cut off. She didn't like it at she, all. and Because he called him out. Because he, yeah. he, that was his brother's wife. And he, he called him out. She didn't like it. But we're told today, mm-hmm. you know what? God gets you. Mm. you. You don't have to, you know, God isn't mm-hmm. judgmental. In fact, that was said. Jesus wasn't judgmental. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He, he, he. He didn't come to judge, but he spoke the truth. Mm -hmm. And see, we've said today, people are saying today that if you speak the truth to people Mm -hmm. who who are saying, well, I'm really a girl when they're a boy or Mm -hmm. I'm really a boy when I'm a girl, they're saying that's being bigoted and judgmental. Mm -hmm. If you tell two people who say they love Jesus Mm -hmm. and they're in a homosexual or a lesbian relationship recognized by the state and our government, as being legitimate and valid, you tell them, no, this isn't. God doesn't recognize your marriage. Mm-hmm. That's not a marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they think you're judgmental and bigoted. Mm-hmm. And so they would much rather gravitate toward a, well, God's not angry with you. You, you believe the facts about Jesus dying on a cross. You believe the fact that he was resurrected. But do they really believe it, Ronnie? No. Do they really believe it if their lives are not changed by the belief that mm-hmm. they have? No, they believe what they want to believe. If you want truth, uh, what is it, John 8, 31, 32, 
It says, and Jesus said unto Jesus, if you continue in my word, you shall be my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you, set you free. Mm. It's the word, Doug. And as Christians, believers, we got to show them and and, and and walk them through the word. Because just sit, having a sit-down conversation without the word, you like wasting air. They got to be shown to the word where it's at. Yeah, but you've got very, very well-known preachers out there right now mm-hmm. who are saying we have to detach from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. We can't even tell people that the Bible says this because they don't care about what the Bible says. That That's going to bring a wall between you and them. But you know who it won't bring a wall between? Those that are his. That's right. Because those that are his mm-hmm. have that, Mm-hmm. yearning in their heart that they're suppressing or they're blocking. Yes. And when they hear the preaching, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the true preaching, mm-hmm. it's going to stir in them. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so what we're doing is we're trying to accommodate mm-hmm. false believers. We're mm-hmm. trying to accommodate mm-hmm. people that are not true believers mm-hmm. coming into the kingdom mm-hmm. because they believe simply acknowledging the facts about Jesus' life and death is all that's required for them to be truly saved. Mm-hmm. They don't understand, do they? No, no, sir. <laughs> there was one one Puritan preacher said, Ronnie, mm-hmm. that God will not pardon until he sees the sinner longing to change, mm-hmm. until a man confesses sin with bitterness it's a sign he still loves it. Mm-hmm. And a man will never leave his sin until he finds bitterness in it. Mm-hmm. Isn't, yes. isn't that good? Oh, yeah. They got yeah, and wrote that back in oh, like yeah. the 19, early mm-hmm. 1900s, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. That, that if, if we are holding on to our sin, we love our sin, mm-hmm. we're not going to let go of it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to mm-hmm. turn from mm-hmm. it. And if we love the world mm-hmm. more than we love God, mm-hmm. We're not really his, mm-hmm. ultimately. No. That's what First John says. That's right. That's says right. you can't love the world and God too, right? No, you can't do it. Yeah. So, hey, it. we're listening. We're, we're working through uh, Mark 1, verses 14 through uh, 17. Jesus says, repent, believe, and follow. And we're talking about repentance this week. We're going to be right back with our last segment. I got Pastor Will McKinnon III from All Saints Holiness Church in the studio today. And uh, I'm so glad you're here. We're going to be right back with this last segment of SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is underwritten in part by The Guardian Group. You know Brad Sykes as co-host of SWAT Radio. While Brad is committed to making disciples both on and off the air, his ministry extends into the marketplace as a licensed real estate agent with Keller Williams Southside. Brad and his wife Vicki are real estate agents in Northeast Florida. They are the founding partners of The Guardian Group. 
They help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate with offices near Butler and Southside Boulevards. 904-580-7255. That's 904-480-7255. And online at guardiangroupjacks.com. That's guardiangroupjacks.com. The Guardian Group. Happy to bring you SWAT Radio on the truth. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network, serving Anastasia Island at 91.9. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walks away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed for the good Lord. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. There is good news for you out there. I don't know where you're at. I don't know if even thinking about your own experience growing up or your experience with the Lord right now, hearing some of these things has caused some, some maybe some internal thoughts or struggles about where you are. You know, sometimes we're told, well, you don't need to doubt. And we try, people tell us you need to, um, to really, uh, just, you know, you prayed a prayer on such and such date. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're in there. Mm-hmm. Paul says, examine yourself to see that you're in the faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he talks about right. self-examination. Mm-hmm. And so if we think about what a lot, there's a, there's a growing, uh, there's just a growing movement of people who are very content to work on the exterior of their lives. Um, they pray a prayer acknowledging Jesus at some point, uh, but there's no repentance and true belief. They they just literally, um, what they do is they pray this prayer thinking that, well, I, I believe in the facts about Jesus historically, mm-hmm. like you believe in George Washington. I believe he existed, but you're not really trusting the word belief. We're going to get into this week in our SWAT meetings, and we'll be on the air next week with it. But the word belief is the word that actually means a belief that produces an action. If I say I believe in that chair that's sitting over here in my studio I believe that's a good chair. I believe it'll hold me, but I never go and sit in it because I, 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 I'm really not sure 
that's not true belief. That's right. That is that is a false belief or a, or, or a superficial belief. And a lot of people, what they do, they pray that prayer, and then they try to clean up their life. They go to church. They, they try to read the Bible, but they read it. They have no understanding at all. Mm -hmm. that, and, and when they go to church, they don't really participate in worship. Mm -hmm. They just sit there. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not really focused on God at all. They're focused on the preacher. Is he a good preacher? Is he not a good? What is he funny? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what kind of clothes is he wearing? I mm -hmm. mean, that kind of stuff. But there's no true repentance. And at some point, their desire for the world mm -hmm. overpowers their love for God. That's right. That's and, you right. know, over in 1 John 2, Ronnie, 1 mm -hmm. uh, John 2, John warns. You know, 1 John is a great book to work through. Because he 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 doesn't hold back in proclaiming mm -hmm. to believers mm -hmm. how they should be living right. and exposing people who may have some kind of superficial belief. But in First John two, he says this. He says, "Do not love." And the word love is agape. It's mm -hmm. the unconditional mm -hmm. love. Don't love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. In other words, if you have an overpowering love for the world that's more powerful than your love for God, then um, the love of the Father's not in you. That's right. That's right. And he says, all that's in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride in our possessions, isn't from the Father, it's from the world. And the world is passing away with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Mm -hmm. And when you, John wrote that, there were people mm -hmm. that had this superficial mm -hmm. belief that was very temporary. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you didn't have some kind of experience with the truth of God's word, but it was just very surfacy and temporal. These people feel temporary regret over their sin because, listen, when you do something bad, you know you do something bad. Right, right. I don't, even if you're not a believer, you mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and, and so they feel some kind of temporary regret. Their emotions get stirred. They even might have a resolve to change their life. But the problem is they try to only repair the exterior. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to clean up. And so when they get next to a true follower of Jesus— mm -hmm. And, and they're compared to that person, mm -hmm. their lives are matched up, they go, man, I don't love God's word like they do. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. fact, I don't even know that I love God's word at all. Mm -hmm. I don't read the Bible. Mm -hmm. They don't love worship. Mm -hmm. They don't love God's people. Mm -hmm. They don't have a desire to witness. Mm -hmm. They don't have a desire to make disciples. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the pastor's job. That ain't my job, right? right. And they're ultimately loyal to the world over God. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, they have to come to admit, you know what? I'm not really a changed person at all. Mm -hmm. Ronnie, as you look back over your life, would you say Jesus changed your life from who you were? From who I was? Yes. 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 Before him? Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and even even, even uh, walking this walk as a Christian, I, I thought I was saved in certain areas, and I really, I, I wasn't. I had to. I had to let some things go. I had to stop doing some things. Because he's constantly working on you. That's right. That's it's right. It's not a one and done. It mm -hmm. is one and done in the sense mm -hmm. of it's a teardown of your old mm -hmm. uh, uh, loyalties mm -hmm. and a mm -hmm. new loyalty. Mm -hmm. But 
John writes in 1 John 1, if we confess, and it's mm-hmm. an ongoing confession, mm-hmm. we are constantly mm-hmm. repenting every day. Mm-hmm. David repented multiple that times. He did. He did. And so we have to be doing that. But the people I'm talking about, mm-hmm. these people who don't love God's word, mm-hmm. but they say they're a Christian, mm-hmm. who don't love worship, but they say they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. They don't desire to witness, but they say they're a Christian. Mm-hmm. They don't want to make disciples. And yet they say they're a Christian. These people look for shepherds that tickle their ears and tell them, you know what? It's okay. Nobody's perfect. If It's okay if you're not really changed. You prayed a prayer, right? Didn't you pray a prayer? We prayed that prayer. So you hold on to the fact that you prayed that prayer. And that's a lie. That's a lie from the enemy. Because show me somebody who has truly been born again and I'll show you a changed life. That's right. Even the thief on the cross right. in that little Ooh, time, he had a little mm, time mm, in mm. his life. What, a few hours? I know. I just, huh. he, all he said was, Lord, remember me. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, but, but his life changed because he went from somebody who was hurling insults at mm-hmm. Jesus to rebuking the other thief for mm-hmm. doing the same thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and Doug, I, I believe one of the biggest problems is uh, people don't realize or truly know what God hates. Uh, and when you learn what God hates and you want, you want to avoid those things, if you know that God hate a liar or a lying tongue, guess what? You don't want to do it. Uh, I remember when I was in, in school, it was, I knew I wanted to pledge a fraternity. Mm-hmm. And when I got on that campus, Doug, uh-huh. And I was walking on homecoming, and I wasn't saved then, but I was walking through that yard, <laughs> and I seen them around them plots mm-hmm. and them Greeks, uh-huh. and they was worshiping it. They were singing and making chats, and I said, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I said that that's worshiping, mm-hmm. and and so, but it was in it was in me. I knew not to worship nothing uh, that God was a jealous God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's some of the things that we have to learn. We got to hate the things that God hates. Well, you know, um, Thomas Watson said that many people think they repent mm-hmm. when it is not the offense, mm-hmm. but the penalty that troubles them, mm-hmm. the consequence. Don't mm-hmm. you see that oh, yeah. a lot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You do where people, they're more upset about their consequences mm-hmm. than they are their sin. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Charles Spurgeon said that a sinner can no more repent and believe mm-hmm. without the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. than he can create a world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And, and so because for these people that say you're preaching legalism or you're preaching a work mm-hmm. you can't do it without the holy mm-hmm. spirit it's god's grace that right. gives you the right. ability to repent mm-hmm. and so uh to think that you're calling people to a work mm-hmm. you know you're calling people to respond to the spirit mm-hmm. that's what we're calling people to do mm-hmm. um I love George Mueller. You know, he there's a book called A Million One Answers to Prayer. I don't know if I gave you his little book, but it was very influential to me about praying for our needs and the things mm-hmm. that we have and just trusting God to provide them. This is what he said. There was a day when I died. I died to myself, to my opinions, to my preferences, to my taste, and to my will. I died to the world. 
I died to its approval. I, I died to the approval or blame even of my brothers or friends. And since then, I have only studied to show myself approved by God. Mm-hmm. That's repentance. Yes, when you only care, mm-hmm. or you care more about what God thinks. Mm-hmm. In fact, do you remember what Jesus said in John chapter 5? He said, you care more about the glory of man than you do the glory of God. Mm-hmm. How can you believe? Wow. You can't believe when you care more about man than you care about God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so as we uh, think about this issue of repentance, uh, I'm going to close with this last quote by George Whitfield, who was this great preacher in the awakening. He said, it is a very poor sermon that gives no offense, that neither makes the hearer displeased with himself nor the preacher. Mm-hmm. Remember that, Ronnie, right. as a preacher. If people ain't upset with you or themselves, mm-hmm. they've probably just been having their ears tickled, wow. right? Wow. So, hey, thanks for joining us today, Ronnie, in hey, the studio. Man. Pastor Glad Will, All Saints Holiness Church, tell them where it's at, Ronnie. It's off uh, 10,391 McLaurin Road East. Our service is Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Come by. Come on by. If you want to get rapture ready, come on by. (laughs) Come on, see Pastor Will. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow. Brad will be back. We'll still be on repentance. I hope you'll stay tuned. For any past program, go to 